back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live here at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex uh, for where the Steelers are holding their OTA sessions, phase three of those uh, OTA sessions. And, uh, well, we just uh, we did a run-through of uh, the entire AFC North, as you can see. Uh, I think all four teams are better than they were a year ago. Yes, and that's the case for almost all 32 yeah. teams. You know, I mean, But you see spots where, okay, this could be a problem or that could mm-hmm. be a problem. And I think all those teams, all four teams have trouble spots. Yeah, I, I don't see any as a powerhouse. Uh, I think all of them could compete for a Super Bowl if things go well. I think they'll all be in the playoff mix. There'll probably be a couple bad things that unfortunately happened to one of them, like Baltimore did last year, and they'll be out of the mix before – before the others, you know, to no fault of their own, possibly. Um, depth, as we went through that, collectively wasn't as good as I thought. You know, yeah. when we really talked through it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more focusing on the other three teams, you know, uh, that, boy, I, and part of that's because I don't know them as well. There's a, there's the spillings of the world that you don't know from other teams that they're serviceable or a fourth round pick that is developing that we didn't watch at minicamp that we don't right, know as much right. about or didn't get snaps. I mean, team every team has those guys, but it's a good division. It is. I think it might be the best that the division has been in quite some time. In fact, I agree. I agree. Even like when always were... like okay, this these these three are good. Like the Bengals, the Bengals, Steelers, and Ravens are good. But the Browns stink. Mm-hmm. There was oh, always a clear yeah. an Ohio team that stunk. Yes, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> it one of the, the, one of the Ohio the teams or... always stunk, basically since the 80s. Yeah, really, since I've been doing this, and I was yeah. employed by one of them. Um, yeah, so I don't think there's a bottom feeder. And that's kind of the thing about the AFC, too. It just is the conference. Yeah, Houston's bad. Jacksonville's probably bad. The Jets are probably bad. But all three of those teams are better than they were. And there's not many gimmies, you know, like I, I recently did a power ranks on the podcast. And what we did was a different approach was we did, we split up in two podcasts. We did one AFC and one NFC. And I had the Patriots as the fourth worst team in the AFC. Only the Jets, Jags and Texans behind them. But that's a pretty good team to be fourth worst team, the 12th yeah. best team or you know 13th best team. Well, I think if you conference. just look at their roster, I think that's the case. Yeah. And I didn't hesitate to do it. But I don't think they're one of the six or seven worst teams in the league. Who's their offensive coordinator? <laughs> to be determined, yeah. right? A bunch of defensive guys. A bunch of, got a bunch of defensive guys. How the heck are they going to, like, you talk about trying to figure some things out. Right. Like, I'd be fine with Brady. It's a second-year <laughs> quarterback, you know, right. <laughs> It'd be a bit of an issue. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Cam Sutton came on the, uh, the, oh, the yeah, show yeah. with uh, good. Mueller and, and, and Moats uh, earlier. And uh, I wanted to play that back because uh, Cam, uh, uh, he's – very well spoken. Uh, has a lot of thoughts. He's very, he very. I was sitting next to these guys. He came in with a lot of energy too. I yeah, mean, he him, always him does. and Moats are your buddies. You could tell that. Yeah. So I thought we'd play that back here and let everybody uh, give that a listen that didn't get a chance to hear that earlier. So here's what Cam Sutton had to say after this first practice of OTAs. We're excited to have Cam Sutton, Steelers defensive back, sitting down with us. What's up, Cam? Thanks West, for taking the time. How you doing? Appreciate you most. Appreciate y'all having me here. Absolutely, man. It's man. always great to see you yes, out sir. there, always. man. Always. I, I was complimenting how, you know, you, you just got done with a full practice, the first day of OTA practice, and you're not even sweating or breathing hard, man. Come on what, now. What's going on you here, know, baby? You know the slogan. Come on, baby. You know the slogan. <laughs> Conditioning precedes everything. You hey, know what we're ready for. Man. So we all prepared, you know, coming, coming in fresh off the all season. Uh, got everybody back in the building, the grind, you know what I mean? And 
it's just great teamwork, great camaraderie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Guys are coming together and, uh, you know, putting their best foot forward. So that's all you can ask for. It's a really good time for us, even though it's early in the year. But, uh, you know, excited to have everybody back. Nah, no doubt, no doubt. And we also know we have a new coordinator this year, right, in terms yes, of Terrell Austin taking over, man, your former DB coach. Yes, sir. Just talk about, man, what was that like, man, and how was he handling his new you know, title yeah. this go around. Well, obviously, congratulations, T.A. You know, um, definitely a well-deserved, you know, opportunity and job for him. Um, you know, a guy who's been you know, been through the system, been around the league, yeah. and, and been around a lot of systems, a lot of great ball. You know, ele elevated a lot of players, and it's only a continuous, continuous pro process for him. You know, that's the same approach. You know, uh, we're, we're not getting away from who we are and our our identity as a football team, you know. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's still been able to continue his – um, help help guys grow, yeah. you know, um, from a leadership standpoint, um, on and off the field, from communication, um, just overall leverage and body position, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just getting back to the, to the fundamentals, you know, and, and, you know, guys go off on their own throughout all the right. seasons. They work on their own craft, and now you, you start putting all those pieces together, and uh, he's done a really good job of honing that and, and maximizing full potential ball to guys. Mm. Now, what's that like? Because obviously T.A.'s been on the staff before, so it's not like just a, a new defensive coordinator came in. Oh, yeah. But there, there's obviously got to be some change, right? He's going to want to do things his way at the uh, same time. I think, I think we'll get to that when, when it's appropriate for that. You know, obviously right now, like I say, we're, we're all fundamentals. You know, the base principles of our defense, you know, the things that make us who we are. And, um, you know, like I say, in those moments, um, you know, we're practicing situational ball. Um, you, you can never, you can never, you know, uh, do enough of that. Sure. You know, there's so many different situations throughout the course of a game, uh, whether it's matching the coverages with certain routes, you know, just making sure we're seeing the same things a certain way um, from leverage standpoint, you know, fitting the right gaps. And like I said, just being real real technical, you know, and, uh, you know, your, your technique and obviously your conditioning precedes everything. And, uh, you know, those are, those are just two fundamental things that you, you, you come into each every day and you work and you, you work and you craft on those, you know, everything else will follow. You know, you, the energy is high. You know, we're all out here to compete. And uh, and that and that'll turn over for us on on game days. No, nah, no doubt, no doubt. Now we always hear people talk about you know when you come out here for OTAs, you're trying to get better. You're always going to get one percent better. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're not a rookie. You've been mm -hmm. doing this for multiple years now and at a high level. What are you working on specifically for yourself that you're saying, hey man, when I watch tape, I want to improve this area of my game? Yeah, I mean, like you say, it's it's, all, it's many different facets that you uh you know you you're going to continue to keep critiquing. You know, whether that's a physical or just being on the field. And obviously, just getting in that veteran role, right. you know, everybody looking at the me. Veteran, I'm like, man, exactly, this is crazy. <laughs> exactly, <The> right? Now, <laughs> exactly. So it's crazy how to see the, the times change, yes, the roles change, and that man. And you know, you used to stay on me every day, just yeah. you know, just staying in my ear, or just certain coaching points, you know, things to look at, yeah. just how to conduct myself around the field, around the building. You know, all eyes are on you. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's just in the building. That's it with everything that you do. So that's just the, my, my approach with everything. It's always been my approach with everything, just mm -hmm. keeping a clean business, you know, mindset to yourself. And um, just being a hub to these guys now, yeah. you know. So, like I said, they're all coming to me like I'm the old head or something. But, well, you how know, do you like that? You know, yeah. just, being, just being, you know, like I said, it's very, very humbling, you know, very appreciative. You know, those guys just under, being being right. able to hold me accountable and, and keep me up on what I need to do, too. Just being able to get me out of my, my comfort and being a leader, you know, uh, crafting and, 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 and bouncing ideas off each other. And like I said, I don't know everything. I'm never going to tell you that I know everything. But I'm always putting you in a good situation because we're, we're in this together. We're in here mm -hmm. to win. So I've just been a hub to those guys, man. You know, any questions they have, like I said, football related, not football related. Uh, we're brothers, you know, Absolutely, and, we, and we, we stand on that, man. So uh, it, it, it's bigger than football, yeah. and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's lifelong.
Hey yes, man, sir. that's that steal away right yes, there. Yes, sir. Man, that's the steal away right there. Yeah, absolutely. What's kind of the um, you know, top of the priority list this time of year? Is it the conditioning? Is it some of the communication elements that are easier to work out in these settings? What are some of those those major things you're trying to hit on yeah. here in these few weeks? Well, West football is football. You know, we're gonna we're gonna run, we're gonna jump, we're gonna tackle, yeah. you know, we're gonna change direction. You know, so you're you're gonna continue to craft those things within your, your work. You know what I mean? You're never gonna be complacent with what what you're comfortable with doing or uh, I might be able to do this drill a little bit better than the next. You know what I mean? So you got to keep challenging yourself, putting your your body and, and, and movements in certain situations that are awkward to you because cause those, right. those those situations do present themselves sure, yeah, in the Get games. out of your comfort zone. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously the, the the more of the biggest thing is, is communication and, and just being knowledgeable of the game. Mm. You know, just continuous knowledge of the game, awareness and situational ball, um, you know, how teams are trying to continuously attack us. You know, those are different things that in the off season you have a little bit more time to kind of dig, dig deeper in. Right. And as you get closer to, you know, the season time, uh, you know, you have the, fu the, the fundamental calls and things like that, and you're able to branch out and give different looks, um, you know, different disguises and things like right. that. So, you know, like I said, we're, we're just continuous, just continuous growth, man. That's, that's what it's all about, continuous growth. And, uh, you know, everybody's coming, coming into that, you know, wide-eyed and, and hungry than never, right. you know what I mean. So you got a bunch of guys that with that same mentality on both sides of the ball, and we're looking to do special things. Now I like that, man. Trust me, we're all excited to watch you guys do those things. Now we know that you know this time of year it's new faces in the room, man. Oh, yeah. New DBs, whether we're talking free agents or whether we're talking guys that came through the draft, man. Mm -hmm. But just as a whole, first day out there, man. What was your first impression of seeing some of these newer guys, man? Man, I, like I said, I love the energy of these guys. Yeah, man. okay, okay. Uh, I, I love the youth that obviously we brought in, and, and you know, just the, the continuous change that you see each right, and every right. year. You know what I mean? These guys are, like I said, they're hungry, man. You know, they're coming in, they're asking questions, and they're getting around guys, whether they're older or younger. And at the end of the day, we're all here to compete, man. So uh, we're, we're here to work and uh, make each other better and put that, like I said, put that best foot forward on Sundays and game day, and we'll, that's when we come to live. You yeah. know, the, the, you work harder out here than on the game day. Yeah, so, absolutely, right? <laughs> uh, like I said, we're, we're getting after it out here. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's really a pleasure, man, to, to really work with these guys. And like I said, just the, the humbleness of the younger guys coming in and just getting meshing really well right, with right. the older guys, man. Uh, they'll jump on this moving train really quick. Absolutely. You mentioned everyone's here to compete. You know, this is the, the first time in a long time that, you know, it hasn't – Joe Hayden hasn't been here mm -hmm. and kind of everyone knows who that, that number one corner yeah, yeah. alpha kind of guy is. Does that add another layer to that element at all, or is it is it still the same type of intensity? Um, I think it's the same in type of intensity. You know, obviously you would love to have – you know, that's, that's another one of our brothers, you know, yeah. and, you know, business is business and those things kind of go their own direction. And all you can do is hope for the best in, in, in great situations for everyone. Uh, but as far as what we can control, like I said, just our approach, you know, just come out here, compete, you know, whoever, whoever's in front of you. It doesn't matter. Like I said, it's a first-year guy, first round, 10-year, it doesn't matter, man. Like I said, we're, we're all crafting. We're all here to get better. And, um, you know, just yeah, but what, are you backing, what are you backing down from? <laughs> sure, you, know, right, right. you know what I mean? It's, like I said, it's, you, you just got to love what you do. You know, you, yeah. you don't come out here – and not love this game and think you could play it at a high level, you know, let alone play it for a long time. You know, we're not here to, to be on a year-to-year -year basis. We're, we're here to be generational wealth and generational players and, and do everything that we, we say we want to do. Right. You know, so it's about putting our, like I said, putting the best foot forward and bringing everything to fruition. Yeah, man. Now, I also want to ask this, man, because people will think of these situations and we understand it's a pressure mm -hmm. element here, right? Even though you're teammates, you're competing like you just broke down. We mm -hmm. know contracts come up in terms of, man, who's getting re-signed, et cetera. Mm -hmm. How do you handle all of the pressure of that and still come out here smiling your face 
enjoying yourself. We can hear yeah. it in your voice. Like you still, it's like it's the first day of playing football for you, man. It's like, all it's it's all a mindset and mentality, most. You know that. Uh, I th I think the biggest thing, like I said, is just your approach, man. Just you come into the you come into the day with a, with a great sense and great vibe, energy. Um, you know, good good things come for that. You come through the day and you just trying to get through the day. You're not really trying to get nothing out of the day. You know what I mean? And just kind of just slide through the cracks. You're either going to stay in the same place or you're going to get worse. You're never, mm, never necessarily going to get better in that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, it's all about accountability. Everybody's accountable of, of yourself first and foremost. And then, you know, to your God, to your left and to your right. So we're doing a great job of continuous being accountable, you know, for everything. You know, Let's whether go. it's drop balls, this and this. You know, <laughs> you, you know, you have your, your, whole, your whole different lingo for that. And, um, you know, like I said, that just that's, you, you, you're, you're working and crafting and you got guys, you know, competing and pushing you. And, and you bring the best out of those guys, you know. So uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting, man. I like is, it. It's going to be exciting. Is that easier to, you know, specifically for you guys as a defense? I mean, you, you've got leaders at every level, mm -hmm. right? I mean, Cam and TJ, yourself, Minka. Is, when you have that type of veteran leadership, does does that make all that easier? It definitely does. You know, like I said, especially at three levels like that, you know, you got guys in different rooms who can, can more can control the room sure. outside of the coaches. And, um, you know, sometimes you hear things different from a guy who you're playing with. You know what I mean? You might not take that same coaching critique from a coach. Yeah, you, you take the lesson for what it is. But sometimes you might see some things different as a player, you know, or going through the same situations and be able to discuss things, you're able to – find the comfort in it and, and figure things out out there on the field. So just that co constant communication level um, has to has to keep going on the up and up, you know what I mean? And uh, it just makes the game slow down for you. Sure. You, know, you know, everything is already 100 miles an hour between plays and, and getting to the ball and split second and all that type of stuff. Uh, but you, you you don't have to play the game that way. <laughs> you don't have to play that game that way, you know what I mean? You, you slow it down in your mind and, uh, you know, you, you, you put the time in, you prepare, you know, so you, you talk about pressure. Uh, but you only really feel pressure when you're not prepared. Nah, that's you know the truth, what I mean? Man. So um, you, you you go week in, week out, uh, and, and put, put your, like I said, you're, you're all into your preparation and, and everything that you want to maximize and get out of it. And you continue to keep building, stacking good weeks, and, and good things continue to follow from that. No, nah, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Now, I do got to ask you another very, very serious question, man. <laughs> the last time, you know, all you guys were in uniform, you weren't out there with a reigning defensive player of the year. You know, I need to know now, now that you are out there and you have this reigning defensive player now. of the year by the name T.J. Watt. Sheesh. I mean, I mean how, how you feeling about Sheesh. that, man? I, I feel like the morale has to be improved come on top of that, and right? This is his first time. Come, come on, man. We just now how? talking about that. How sway? How? Come on now. Make it make sense. I, you know, like I said, me and T.J. came together, and 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 that's been one of the special bonds that uh that I have grown to, yeah. you know, over the years. Um, just seeing his growth, just seeing his work. Um, you know, staying patient uh, with, you know, things off the field and, uh, you know, just that same tenacity, that the same hunger that he has, you know, he, that's the same approach every day. Love you it. know what I mean? So uh, he's, he's he's a great leader. You know, uh, guys love being around him. He's, he's, a, he's a great face, not just for the organization, but, uh, you know, to the public, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, you know, I, I, everyone's situation, a lot of people look up to him. You know, we're, we're all looking up to him. And uh, just seeing it with the continuous of, you know, the elevation of where he's going to go. And, uh, you know, that, that like I said, you, you aspire to, to get to that level. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So whether you're different, different uh, you know, parts of your journey, 
you know, um, we, we know that that's not necessarily unachievable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's setting a standard for a lot of guys of what we're looking for to get to. So I'm not necessarily saying that, yeah, I'm a win defensive player every year or this or that, <laughs> but, you know, that is obviously a goal. You no, know absolutely. what I mean? That's, those are sure. things that you, you know, you Why work. Why not? Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's things that you work in and, and work to achieve. And, like, you, you got a guy, not to say in your room, but on your side of the ball who's who's a great example, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a firsthand example of, you want every everything that you want, you go get it. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, um, it, it's it's a pleasure. It's a it's a true pleasure to have you know ninety on, on our side of the ball and and uh, you know just h- however long he's gonna do this game, play this game for <laughs> man. Like I said, he, he's never gonna slow down. So yeah. that's that's the beauty in it, man. That's the beauty in it. And uh, like I'm just, I'm super excited for him as well. It's Cam Sutton with us here on SNR. Cam, the last one I've got for you. You know, there's been a lot of talk about how the defense needs to lead the way this season. How You know, Ben Roethlisberger, 18 years, he's no mm. longer here. There's been some turnover on the offense, a lot of young guys on, on the offense that are going to play significant roles as well too. Do you guys kind of feel that, that you know, we need to be one of those units who sets the tone, who, who walks into stadiums and is able to, you know, be a big part of the reason why we're able to win football games? Well, as a defense, we need to be who we are. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, the standard is the standard. You know, and and we play football here at a very high level, and that's no matter. We always talk about no part of no matter what part of the journey you come along, uh, what part of the year you come along. This, you know, like I said, first year, second, whatever, you know, however, whatever your journey is, you put your best foot forward every time you step out there on the field. And in this city, you know what I mean. You got so much, so many people behind you, just so much behind you. So. I mean, it's it's. I guess I don't look at it as pressure. I just I take all that love in, and it's just I I feel I feel that, and I want to give that back. I want to. You know, it's a I wanna, privilege, exactly. Right? No, you know what I mean? Yeah, so man. I, I want to express that and bring that same city, uh, same same enjoyment to not just the city, but obviously to all our fans. You know, everyone who, who's really locked in and in tune to us. And um, you know, like I said, like I said, the, the pressure is not on us to win games or as a defense to. You know, set guys out and do this and this and this. Our, our pressure is to go out. The pressure is to go out there and just play ball. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we got 60 minutes to 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 make things happen, and then obviously be prepared for anything after that. So um, you know, we're going to do everything that we need to do to be prepared for those moments. And um, and go get it. So no, I like it, it, man. Go I like it. it. Go get it. I say, I'm good, man. Yep. I'm definitely liking it, though, man. Just yes, keep sir. doing your thing, baby. Most Absolutely, man. I appreciate you Cam, guys, yeah, we, we appreciate Cam, you taking the, the, the time veteran. for us. I know. The, the veteran. veteran. The veteran. The, the oh, old my head goodness. Now. Crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Cam Sutton, kind enough to lend us some time after practice here. Thank you, Cam. That was Steelers sa- uh, safety, I should say. <laughs> Steelers cornerback Cam Sutton. Uh, he was uh, speaking earlier to, today to uh, Arthur Motes. And Wesley Euler, as they were live uh, during practice, we are here post-practice right now. As the Steelers, uh, there's there's still some guys out here doing some work and stuff. Uh, you know, it's not uh, yeah. it's not been as devoid of people out here as I thought it might be no, uh, when no. we get done. But uh, we have to take a break. We're up against it here. So he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to a special edition of the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio, live from the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. We are here uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday as the Steelers. Uh, do their OTA sessions. We'll be here again next week, same same schedule, and the week after that. Uh, then we'll It'll go into blast, the uh, yeah. mini camp as well. Uh, but uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this.
Welcome back. I am Dale Lawley here with Matt Williamson, and uh, it is a lovely day here at the UPMC Uni Sports Complex. This is a special edition of The Drive as the Steelers uh, wrapped up the, their opening practice of Phase 3 of their OTA sessions here. And uh, we got to hear from Mitch Trubisky and yeah. Mason Rudolph and a lot of other guys. We were actually allowed in the locker room no, for the first time stuff, in yeah. almost three years. It was great to be in there and be able to, to walk around and talk to guys and Boy, I hope we get nine days like this, by the way. No kidding. I remember <laughs> I a couple of years ago. A we few were years ago. It might have been our last OTA session here where we were out. The last ones that we were at. It wasn't the last one. Mm-hmm. But I can remember being out here and it being very, very cold. And we were both in shorts out here shivering. <laughs> um, I know, begged a friend of mine next door <laughs> who was still there <laughs> for sweatshirts. And that, he saved the day for us. That was, that was a little rough. And we've had some pouring down rain we've had some really hot ones over the years too i mean if it stays like this we get nine sessions like this oh baby yeah i don't know if mike tomlin will like that he wants those true he wants those hot sessions to get guys uh this isn't a super conditioning thing though it is it's more the pace isn't as wild you know right yeah so it'll be interesting to see how this continues to play out but one thing we did see today was that the quarterback rotation was mitch trubisky then Mason Rudolph, mm-hmm. then Kenny Pickett, then Chris Olotokone. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's going to be until further notice. I mean, yeah, and, I mean, that's how certainly... I expected things to open, and I sure. don't know that I expect that to necessarily change. And I would think that that might be the way they handle the preseason. Hmm. Until to further some degree. I, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was about to ask you, and I think yeah, you just answered it. I would imagine that's how training camp opens. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're not going to change any minds out here. No, right, right, right. Yeah. So that, that's perfectly fine. That's not a knock on picket folks or anything like that. I, mean, I think that's how it was earned. Right, yeah. I think, you know, you, when you look at the career, the, the resumes, Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. has 50 career starts in the NFL under his belt. Right, right, right. Kenny Pickett has 52 college starts right. under his belt. and zero. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. Mason and... Rudolph has 10 career NFL starts. Mm-hmm. In addition to his, I don't know, fifty plus starts in college, he's been. But he's been in the NFL. He's been in this program yes. for a long time. And, and I know we're going to hear from Trubisky, but just to kind of preface it, like if this was Denver, you would expect Wilson's first interview to be like, "Well, this is my team now. I'm the star." Yeah. You know, like right. I don't think Trubisky's going to handle that in terms of the media and you know, hey, there's a lot of good guys here, that kind of thing, as opposed to. This is my team now. Look out. I mean, that, that's it's a different situation than a Russell Wilson or something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, like I mentioned, we did hear from Mitch Trubisky earlier today. So, I thought we'd play that back and let everybody hear what the Steelers' uh, presumed starting quarterback, at least at this point, uh, had to say. Current starter. Yeah, yeah the right. current starter. So, let's, uh, let's hear from Mitch Trubisky. Feels good to be in the black and gold. Uh, I thought we played fast out there. Just great to be back on the field with the boys. Um, going through everything, playing pitch catch on the field, and uh, just being out there. So it's an exciting time of year, and we're just uh, trying to get better every day now. How's your comfort level with the offense and the team and just the whole setting? Yeah, I feel very comfortable. Um, I think the staff and the guys around have just done a great job uh, being in the books, studying, picking up really quickly. I feel very comfortable with it. Uh, we've kind of installed through everything, and then we're going to go through and find out what fits us as an offense, uh, me specifically, and then the rest of the quarterback room. So we're just having those ongoing conversations. Um, but it, it's been a good installation period, and uh, I'm really enjoying the offense so far. Were you surprised? Were you surprised they took Kenny with the first pick? Uh, no, I, I really wasn't surprised. Um, we we need to add to the quarterback room. 
and uh, and that's what we did. So uh, we're happy to have them, and I'm looking forward to working with them. Rich, did they indicate to you when you signed that they might or they would draft a quarterback? Was that ever discussed? They didn't. Um, I knew coming into the situation, uh, just even coming from here from last year, wherever I was going to go, I was going to have to come in, compete, uh, earn the trust of my teammates, and get back onto the field uh, with hard work and my talent and just being a leader on this team. So. Uh, we didn't have those conversations, but I, I knew it was a possibility coming wherever I would go next. How do you describe the dynamics of the quarterback room right now? It's good. Um, we got two young guys and, and, and two vets, so there's a lot of ongoing conversations. We're all learning the offense kind of for the first time uh, together. So uh, we're just pushing each other, competing, and it's been a good uh, quarterback room so far. I'm really enjoying it. Hey, Mitch, what's the record? Can, the field. Um, Dwayne's not here. Obviously, somebody you got to know for a brief period of time. What's it like not having him here and going through those emotions? It's heartbreaking. Um, uh, I, I, th I think about him every day. Um, I only knew him for a short time, but he definitely had left an impact uh, on my life in the short time I knew him. And uh, I think about him every day uh, when I wake up, step on the field, all those things. So he's in our hearts, and uh, all we can do is go out there and honor him every day and how we live our lives. Hey Mitch, just for the record, can you go over the rotation of QB for 11 on 11, and do you read anything into that one day in? Uh, I'm just out there. I go where they tell me, um, and, and we're just competing. So uh, whoever rolls out there first, I uh, take my reps, and we're here to build, build and get better every day. So uh, we're going to get reps with everybody at some point, so it's all about just doing your best work when you're on the field and, and competing. Mitch, how was your dinner with uh, Ben, and what did that mean to you to get together with him? It was, it was good. Ben, ben and his whole family was awesome. They reached out to us, really welcomed me and my wife here to the, to the city, uh, and now my baby boy uh, who's here with us. So. We're just excited to be here. It was just so nice of him to open his house and have dinner with him and just have those conversations and get to know him. And uh, everything he's done here has been obviously amazing for the franchise. And just for him to allow me to get to know him, pick his brain, and, and talk about what it means to be the quarterback as Pittsburgh Steelers, it really meant a lot to me. And uh, I'll just have a continuing, ongoing relationship with him. But it, it, was, it was cool. Mitch, I think I saw this right. Um, you did the kids marathon. I did. Right. So was that your first exposure to kind of being like the quarterback, the ambassador of the team, you know, interacting with the fans in that capacity? And sort of what was that like, especially that weekend with Kenny being drafted? It was. It was really cool for me because I mean, the last couple of years with COVID, it was harder to get to get out um, into the community and, and do more work. But that was kind of my first interaction with the public, especially in Pittsburgh, getting to the kids and the families and. Uh, what I've learned about Pittsburgh is that it's a huge sports town and they're very welcoming and, and, and warm people. So everyone I met has been super nice and welcoming to me and my family. It's fun to be out there for the marathon, get to know the kids, and I'll continue to do more work in this community um, as it goes to that and charity. Do, do you think people are already looking at you as hey, you're the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers instead of, hey, you're not Ben or you're not the guy from Pitt? Like, are you pe people looking at you as the quarterback? You getting that vibe? Hopefully, they just get to know me as Mitch Trubisky, um, and we'll take it one day at a time and. Hopefully, as this thing goes, they'll get to know me and my family, what I'm all about, um, as, it, as it goes with our regards to the relationship in the community and the work we do. And then you have the part where it's on the field as well. So uh, we just take one that day at a time. Hopefully, it's a great, long relationship. Uh, and we're going to build it one day at a time here in Pittsburgh. Kids, what do you do to kind of avoid being overwhelmed by Yeah, for sure. I think, well, one, you're not going to replace a Hall of Famer. you got to come in and be yourself and take it one day at a time. Uh, I'm just trying to be me, and but you also have that huge respect for the, for the people that came before you, and I have the ultimate respect for Ben and what he's done here. Uh, obviously, Hall of Famer, two Super Bowls, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to uh, continue the legacy, win another Super Bowl, and just keep, continue to get better and build every day. A lot of you learned. 
from 2017 that you can apply to here, being a new guy in a new city in a place where you, know, you might have a chance to start wars in Buffalo, obviously the picking where you started in Yeah, I think everywhere I've been, Chicago, Buffalo, and, and now Pittsburgh, I just take all my experiences with me, and it's kind of made me who in, into who I am. Um, and I've played a lot of ball, I've been a lot around of teams, I've seen a lot of defenses and organizations, so I kind of know how this thing runs, and that helps me helping the young guys too, having the conversation with the young receivers, the young quarterbacks, um, and everybody, just to get to know your teammates, how important it is to be here for OTAs, um, and, and, and meshing, coming together, building that team kind of chemistry, and also being a leader. I know if I just come in here, be myself, continue to work hard, and be a leader for this team, uh, it, it, it could be a really great thing, so that's what I'm trying to do, and just take all my past experiences and put, uh, use them in the present. It's a lot to take away from working with Josh Allen. What do you feel like you can kind of bring to the table? How's your game, I guess, changed in that year that you had working with him? Yeah, I mean, I learned so much from Josh. I think just being in the year with him, uh, I saw what it was like when everybody just let the quarterback play his game and let him go out there, play free, and trust his instincts, trust his reads, and you just you're playing football, you're not thinking. You're going out there reacting. Um, and, and it was really fun to be around him. And I feel like being around him, I got back to more of who I was, how I wanted to play football, um, using my instincts, whether it's running, throwing, going through my reads. Uh, I feel like being around him and in Buffalo, I learned how to process a lot quicker um, just within the offense and knowing where I wanted to go with the football pre-snap and post-snap. So I feel like I learned a lot and I'm ready to apply it this year. Do you feel, do you feel like Matt Canada's offense allows you to, to be free like that? I think it does. I think it does. We got uh, a lot of good stuff going on right now. And right now we're just in the installation period trying to learn it and, and master it at this point. But uh, it's been, been a lot of fun. And, the conversations I've had with Coach and he has with all the guys on offense is we're going to play to our strengths. Um, so once we get to know each other, we find out what those strengths are, um, and that, that's where the, this offense will go. A lot of young quarterbacks come in and sit right away. You didn't necessarily get that opportunity in Chicago. I sat four games. Four, but not <laughs> a lot. Um, could you, did you think you, looked, you gained more from sitting last year than maybe you would have as a rookie, having been through those 50 starts that you had? and maybe then being able to take a step back? I'm, I'm grateful for, for all my starts and the experience I got. I think that's the ongoing like uh, debate or philosophy, like do you sit a guy or do you play him right away, throw him to the fire. I'm grateful for my experience. Um, I, I loved being thrown in there right away. I learned a lot my rookie year and each year after that. So, I mean, every opportunity is a learning experience. You just got to look at it like that. I learned a lot last year and in my four years previous to that. So I'm looking to apply that right now and it's really got me to where I am right now. Was there a greater pressure given the fact that, that Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were drafted after you. I mean, you have no control over that stuff. For sure. But people in Chicago saw that, and then all of a sudden Mahomes in his second year breaks out, and, and Deshaun was Deshaun. Did that kind of poison the well a little bit for you there? Not really. I think everyone's in different situations. Everyone has different career paths. So uh, for me, it's just being myself. And this is the NFL. There's always going to be pressure. Uh, your job is to come out here and win games. That's what I'm trying to do for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm grateful for my path, and uh, I'm just happy you landed me here in Pittsburgh right now. That, that was Steelers quarterback Mitch Trubisky uh, speaking with the media uh, earlier today. And uh, as you heard him say there, um, he kind of expected a quarterback competition here. Expected, yeah, yeah. Expected a quarterback competition anywhere. Sure. No, I mean, it, again, he's not Russell Wilson. It's not I'm giving up multiple first-round picks and 
thirty, forty million a year for you to come and you know tra- take over this organization. It's you know we like a lot of things you do, and we need a successor, and we got a lot of things in place, and let's see what you can do. But it's not going to, but it's going to not going to hand you anything at this stage of your career. <clears throat> and you know he wasn't even handed anything when he was a second overall pick. You know I mean it, 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 you got to earn this stuff. Although he did mention, I said, uh, you know, I asked him <clears throat> about the, you know, not sitting as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I said, is, would it have been more beneficial to sit that first year as opposed? He said, well, I did sit four games. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that doesn't count, man. I know. Four I, games isn't very yeah. long. It isn't very long, which, of course, brings us to Pickett. And an earlier conversation we had as well. I mean, everyone has intentions to sit their, their rookie quarterback, and it rarely goes that way. I just think this organization's in a better spot than most rookie first-round picks quarterback lands, you know, and are certainly more patient than the average NFL organization overall, top to bottom, and understand the value of bringing along a guy properly. But I don't look at Trubisky as uh, Andy Dalton placeholder only, you know what I mean? Just a a Teddy Bridgewater guy. I mean, I think there could be more there than that, you know, and at a minimum I think he'll do that. But I think his ceiling is much higher than that. Well, let's talk about that when we come back okay. um, and, and how he fits into Matt Canada's offense. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to a special edition of The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio, live from Steelers um, OTA sessions here at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. We'll be back to finish up the show, and that's a conversation about Mitch Trubisky right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Uh, we're going to finish up the show here, and I thought we'd do so today live from uh, Steelers OTAs here at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex by talking about the uh, the fit of Mitch Trubisky yeah, in Canada's yeah. offense, Matt. Um, obviously, he brings a, a element of mobility that the Steelers just didn't have with Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, and he talked about it in that interview, how you know watching Josh Allen last year just made him realize that you just have to play and be yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't try to, you know, okay, I got to be this or I got to be that. Just be you. No, right. I mean, I'm sure he's. I'm sure no one's advising him to play like Ben did last year. I mean, be yourself. Do you know, play to your strengths? And I think where his strengths lie are, I think it'll become very apparent to us and everyone watching this team up until you know all through training camp that he is the best arm talent in this building you know that he is a power thrower and I think you know driving the ball in the middle of the field in particular stands out to me is something that's been lacking here is you know hit that back foot and throw the ball on a line on in cutting routes down the field I mean I think that's something you'll see 
as well as out routes. Um, he's not, you know, incredibly accurate. I think Pickett's a more accurate thrower. Yeah. Um, in terms of his movement, I think he's the most athletic quarterback here as well. And I think Pickett is probably better throwing on the move. I was really impressed post-draft studying Pickett, how well he throws on rollouts and while moving his feet, you know, those type of things. But Trubisky's a better runner. I mean, remember the, the Chargers game, how Herbert had a lot of big runs. Yeah. I think Trubisky's similar to that, but more of a tackle breaker. I mean, somewhere between like Herbert and Allen in terms of his runner skills. And if he's the, the quarterback here, I bet they design, no matter who the quarterback here is, I bet Canada designs a lot of quarterback movement, you know, design quarterback movement. But if it's Trubisky, I bet they design three or four quarterback runs. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? With 10 blockers. That was the beauty of Josh Allen. You get there, or Lamar, you get 10 blockers for you on a designed, you know, quarterback power, you know, things like yeah, that that yeah. he can run, you know? Absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, that's one of the things that when you, you know, when you look at the run pass option type offense, mm-hmm. last year there was no run in the run pass. There wasn't option. much option. Yeah, there was no, there was no real option. <laughs> right, the, right. The run option was not a good one. No, right, 100%. And we're talking completely about Ben Roethlisberger here. Like, right, right. You know, when he, he tucks it down to look at the defense, he's not keeping the football – or he's not keeping the football to run with it. No, 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 right. I mean, I think there's two ways of looking at that. I mean, the RPOs for Ben were, am I handing it off or am I throwing the quick hitter, yeah. you know, depending what they give us. Where the RPOs for Mitch and Pickett, and you know, we'll will have that same al- aspect to it, but there's also the option, the old school option of, not that they're the the corn huskers of the '80s or anything <laughs> like that, but there is some of that element where, where like Lamar, I mean, I could put it in the running back's belly, or and if this this defensive end or edge guy crashes down, I can keep it, and you know, yeah, it's it's go third the and two, and we can do this or I can do that. Yeah, right, right, right. And I can get those two yards, or I can hold it and pass it. You know, right. what I mean, so there are a lot more options just from a physical standpoint. You know, mentally, he's not going to be on par with Ben. You know, in terms of reading defenses and where you know, pass rushers are coming from and things like that. But he's been around the block. Yeah, and, and so I think, you know, I I look back. I, I did a piece uh, over the weekend looking back at what went wrong with Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was eerily similar to what happened with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. Hmm. I could see that. You know, if you look at – he, okay, he, he started a little bit earlier than Baker did. He started again after week four, right. whereas Mayfield was like halfway through the season. The rookie year was not great. Mayfield had a better rookie-type season, not, not in terms of wins and losses, but in terms of – I remember those last eight games for Baker when he won rookie of the year. People thought were better than they were, but yeah. they were pretty good statistically. They played a really bad stretch yeah. of teams too. They beat the bad so teams and lost right, to the good right, ones. Right, right, right. But then in year two – both of those guys had, well, actually, if you look at it, Trubisky had the better year two of the. I'm sorry, better because Mayfield took a step back. Yeah, and, and you know expectations Trubisky's, were super yeah. high and right. Trubisky took the. They went eleven and three that year with Trubisky at quarterback. Okay, and so, but you had a new coaching staff coming in. Mm-hmm. Year three for Trubisky was, he got hurt. And missed a bu- missed a bunch of time. He played through some stuff with a, I think it was a, a shoulder, much like mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. It was the left shoulder, okay. so it wasn't the right shoulder. So people look at that. Well, he's out there, he's throwing the football, 
but you're you're not the same player. You generate a lot of torque with that off shoulder too. And he's right. It took the running option off the table for him. If you look at his running rushing numbers, he was over 400 yards rushing in that year two season. Right. The year three season, he started he started one more game and had didn't have 200 yards rushing that season. Mm -hmm. Didn't run nearly as much. Like he was a, a viable op, uh, fantasy quarterback there for a while yeah. because of the running and the the big plays. And he and still, I mean, he had twenty four right. touchdown passes that year, as, mm-hmm. as opposed, you know. Uh, and, and then so they go out, they trade for Nick Foles right. after the, after that season where he got hurt, and so they come back in year four, four year four. They don't pick up his his fifth year option, mm-hmm. and he has a, a quarterback competition with Nick Foles. He wins it coming out of training camp. Yeah, so he was the better player. He right. was the he was the starter coming out of training camp, and after three games, he had a, he had a, a bad third game where he threw a couple of interceptions. They were getting beaten. I can't remember who was beating them at the time. Now it might have been the Falcons. They were losing to the Falcons. They pulled Trubisky in the second half after he threw an interception on the opening drive. They go with Foles. Foles comes back and and, and leads them back in that game, and then they stick with Foles for the next few weeks. And they don't win any of those games. Yeah, yeah. And they, they turn it back over to Trubisky, and down the stretch, I think his last six games, he had like he had like twelve or thirteen touchdown passes, and like three interceptions. Played well down the stretch, but they had already not picked up his fifth year option. So that book was kind of written. The already, book was kind of right? written, and so he's gone. And then last year didn't get the chance. So I don't know that the book has been completely written on Mitch Trubisky. Is, no, is the, is the bottom line on this. And there's again, there are a lot of similarities there between what happened to Baker Mayfield. And what happened? I mean, you're there with a coaching staff that didn't draft you. Mm-hmm. That's always hard. I mean, and right. you know they're not married to you. A, a couple notes to expand on that, and these are all going to sound pro Trubisky. I mean, I'm not excusing some of his bad play in Chicago, but these are facts. You know that he started very few games at North Carolina. I think it was yeah. 11 or 12. I'll say it was 11 or 12. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's very few to adjust. And no offense to the ACC or Pickett or Pitt <laughs> or any of these things, but. Boy, the ACC to the NFL was night and day. I mean, that that's a really hard adjustment. He should have probably been the poster boy for sitting the majority of his rookie year, yeah. if not longer. You know, so he's probably swimming mentally and physically, as all rookie quarterbacks do. But that's a tough transition after not playing a lot of football at the college level. Um, the tape heads that went back and really watched Trubisky Bear tape kind of laugh at the scheme, too. I mean, they thought that, you know, this is a really un-quarterback-friendly scheme that the coaches weren't doing him any credit either. And I think that's brutal. And if you look at the the talent that was around him. Not very good either. I mean, I I, I went back and watched a a highlight film of Mitch Trubisky, and I'm watching the highlight, and he's throwing to, like, Denzel Mims. Like, who are these guys? guys, Right, right, right. right. I mean, there's some, you know, Anthony Miller's here, and Mm -hmm. like Anthony Miller. They drafted him in the second round. He's not he's, you know, Jerry Rice, right? Yeah, but he was <laughs> right, he was yeah. starting right away for the Bears, and mm-hmm. and you know he's he's fighting for a fifth wide receiver spot on this team. Yeah, I mean the Bears aren't exactly a, a, an offensive powerhouse my whole lifetime, and I do think I mean again this is speculation. I think the year away, learning from a really good coaching staff with another similar skilled player or at least somebody that yeah. is in the same mold i mean josh allen to me is the most talented in, quarterback in, a, in, the in a similar skill set of skill players right right like, right, a, right. A much better skill players than you played with in, in chicago I, the year in buffalo to me i bet pays off for him whether it's here or somewhere else you know when you interview him 20 years from now and say hey you know that year you stepped away and didn't make a ton of money in buffalo did that do a lot of good for your career 
I basically be like, it was invaluable. You know, yeah. I, I mean, there was no pressure on me. I, I could sit there with Josh and learn with Josh and with a really good coaching staff and a strong organization. And boy, that changed my career. And again, I'm not saying he's going to go to the Hall of Fame and he's the, you know, uh, but I, I bet it's a really useful year away. Yeah, I could, I could see him, you know, being pretty good this year. Me too. I, I Me think, too. you know, that, there's certainly that possibility. It's almost a Ryan Tannehill like yeah, right, right, situation. Right. A, yeah, go to a, a better organization than where he, quote, failed. Um, put more around him, a more mature young man, you know, accept that you were part of the, the problems as well and see how it goes. But, again, I mean, so many of these quarterback gurus, uh, again, I, was, I referenced a podcast I was listening to with uh, Jordan Palmer uh, talking about, and his exact words were, well, whatever quarterback goes to Pittsburgh, I bet succeeds. Yeah. I, don't even care, I don't even know who the names are at this point. Landing spot's more important almost than who the guys are. And, and yeah, see, it goes back to that organizational patience that you talked about. Sure. And the skill position players around those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what you think of the Steelers, the skill position players last year didn't necessarily live up to no, I the mean, resume. not necessarily the, the stats. But you know, they were still pretty, you know. I mean, Deontay Johnson still, still had group. over 100 catches. Chase right. Claypool's numbers, while he didn't take a step forward from his, his rookie year, were pretty much in line with what he had his rookie year. Yeah. Almost yeah, yeah, exact, yeah. in fact. And you didn't have Juju Smith-Schuster for most of the year, so you're playing without that without that deck in the card mm-hmm. in your hand. But you, you'd added a first-round running back and a second-round tight end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're looking at teams like Jacksonville and the Jets this offseason that are overspending – for skill guys yeah. to make their young quarterback more comfortable. Well, that's already in place here, you know. Yeah. Sure, you're a second-round pick on a wide receiver, but that's not $30 million or $20 million investment in Christy Kirk and things like that, <laughs> you know. So it should be interesting. We'll see what uh, Matt Canada has up his sleeves. I'm excited uh, about watching Trubisky live. I mean, very, yeah, more so than yeah. I am Pickett, to be honest with you. I want to see what the, you know, everybody keeps asking me, what's the, what's the Matt Canada offense? What's, what does he really want to do? And I'm like, we don't know because, you know, we saw some snippets here and there of it in training camp last year. I think it would be a lot more of that than what we saw with Ben. But, we, yeah, we, we don't, you, you saw Ben Roethlisberger's version mm-hmm. of the Canada offense last year, and I don't know that that's exactly what Canada wants to do. I think they're two opposite worlds. The, I think, yeah, they the, are. The Ben version of playing football at his age versus the Canada version that he envisions. And we'll see the newer version. Yeah, absolutely. But we'll talk more about that as this whole thing continues to move on. That is going to do it for today's show. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Of course, uh, if you stayed here th- throughout the day, uh, it started off at 10 a.m. with uh, Wes Euler and Arthur Motes. Uh, they stayed on until 1 o'clock, and Matt and I took over. Uh, we're taking you through the 4 o'clock hour. We'll have the same schedule again tomorrow. We'll have some uh, special interviews yeah. uh, that come, uh, come by our way as well. Uh, but that is going to do it here for, from the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex and The Drive. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson. We thank you for listening to this special edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.